Hey everybody and welcome back to the Average Woman Podcast. I'm that lady Miss Nicole coming at you today with another topic that is near and dear to my spirit. So today we're going to talk about some things that you should know, just general information you should know and apply if you have a debit or credit card. Um, a part of my background is that I work in uh, banking so I do know a lot about that and I want to share some tips with you sisters so that you could be aware of, you know, the right way to look at your card and, you know, just some tips to help you move better in this financial economy, especially with inflation and different things going on. So this is a little different than what I usually do, but you know, that's how it is. We got to cover all the basics. Okay. So today we are once again, talking about money and everything, you know, our finances, but mainly those pieces of plastic that we keep and use for everything. So I am the average woman. You know, we got to pay these bills. NicoleArcher.com is my website. If you want to schedule some time to talk, if you um, would like to get some her- herbal consultation, um, if you want to order some of my products, you can definitely hit me up at NicoleArcher.com. The average woman channel on YouTube is where these videos be. I also have the average one podcast, of course, on your favorite platforms that you like to listen to your podcast. I am your sister from a different mister, and we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody, and we are back. So today we're going to get into it. I have a few notes written down. So we are going, we're talking about uh, tips that you should know uh, about your debit and your credit card. We know we all either we have either we have a debit or a credit card or we have both. So this is just a few tips that I would like to share with you so that you have a clear understanding and just to gain, you know, because that's what we do as sisters. We need to, I got to put you up on game so you'll know what's what. All right. So how long, the first question that you want to ask, well, not the first, but one of the questions that you want to definitely have in your mind when you um, open up a checking or savings account with a financial institution is how long does it take to get a new card? Some of y'all are totally careless with your cards. You lose your cards all the time. Um, things happen where sometimes the ATM machine may eat your card because ATM machines do malfunction. And if you leave your card in there too long, um, you know, things happen. It'll lose it. Your boyfriend get mad. He took your car, cut it up. The baby done lost the card. Things happen. So you want to know how long it'll take to get your card. And usually if they say seven to 10 business days, that is two weeks business mail time. Usually five to seven days is a week. Seven to 14 days is usually two weeks. So if you can afford to be without your debit card for two weeks, that's great. Um, you know, but if you can't, you definitely want to find out what options do I have? You Do you have for an expedited uh debit or credit card because you know we need access to our money especially in a time of emergency so you want to ask that question before you open up a checking account you also can call your bank and ask those questions if you haven't had to utilize that service all right what information do i need for car services so car services is the department that if you call the back of your if you call the number on the back of your atm debit or credit card it will get you to car services and It'll take you to an automated system, but the automated system gives you options. The problem is y'all never listen to the options. You just jump straight to any whatever you think it might be. And a lot of times you put yourself in a circle of foolishness. 
So when you select the option to discuss a debit or credit card, that is going to take you to a call center. That call center is available for you 24 hours a day. They have limited access to uh, your account. The only thing that they have access to do is to stop and start, well, stop your card. And if your card was possibly put at a security risk, you know, they could stop and start your card to a certain extent. But if the card has been lost and it's already been canceled, we cannot restart up a card. That's just not happening. If you have a, um, but they're there 24 hours a day to assist you with issues. If you lose your card, um, that, you know, you don't have, they don't have access to your checking or savings account information. Okay. Some for, for credit unions, that number on the back of your card doesn't have access to view your checking or savings account information. That information is specifically for uh, member services. Okay. Now I'm speaking, the information I'm providing you is a reference to dealing with credit unions as though I work for credit unions. I'm not a referencing banks. A lot of us you know, some of the information is still the same, um, depending on the financial institution that you deal with. All right. So another thing that I want to let you know is that if you have a debit or credit card, you should not be buying your gas at the pump. Y'all, I don't seen stories time and time again. I'm sure you have seen stories time and time again about people who are getting robbed paying at the pump. Now, if you can afford to have your card number swipe because what happens is we have thieves who replace the scanner in the gas pump they will put their own in there you'll stick your card in there and they'll collect your information and go shopping in the next town over by the time you realize anything your money done been taken out your account you're gonna lose your debit card for two weeks so to avoid those issues be mindful about people who you places that you use your card you know, put your card away in a safe place. If you're at the grocery store, ladies, stick that card in that bra so you don't put it in the bag and possibly throw it away. You understand? Later on at night, you'll be happy when you take your bra off. You got your your, uh, your card in your bra. So that way you don't lose it. Okay? Now, so you don't want to go pay at the pump because the paying at the pump is a great way to compromise your card number and to have your money stolen out of your account. So go inside, pay with the merchant. You know, because it's just safer at this time. We're not in a society where we could just afford to, you know, be so careless with our money. Another thing is, is that gas stations can place up to a from a dollar to a two hundred dollar hole on your account when you're paying with your ATM debit um, or credit card, whatever they allow you to pay with at the pump. So be mindful of that. Don't uh, you you your money might be calculated and then you stop and go get gas. You pay at the pump and now you're missing a hundred dollars. The reason why is because it's a hold on your account for a hundred dollars that may take anywhere from three to five business days to drop off. And you can't afford to be having your hundred dollars tied up like that. And there's nothing nobody could do with it to release it or speed it up. Maybe member services can do it. But a lot of times y'all have these problems on the weekend and member services is closed on Sundays all over the world. Member services is closed on Sundays. So please be mindful of that. How long will it take for my funds to be released is another great question. When you get a deposit, when you are uh, expecting your paycheck to hit your account, how long will my funds take to be available? Are you, do you hold these funds for a certain amount of days or do I have instant access to my funds? How long does it take when I make a transaction for it to clear my account? That's important because a lot of times we still have 
we just spinning, spinning, spinning. We don't realize we done overspent because it takes so long for the transactions to process. So always be mindful when you, what I like to do is if I, um, if I have whatever my check is, I just stop at a hundred dollars. I just leave a hundred dollars in there. Um, because I know that I may have some random things coming out. So you always just want to leave some money in your account just to cover the unknowns because it's always unknowns. Don't never look at your account. If you got $500, you only actually you got $400 or you got 350. That's how you need to be. That's how much you that's your limit. That's your budget because the rest of that you need to save because you don't know what else might pop up. So that also helps with keeping your account from being overdrafted and, you know, just being broke all the time and not having enough money to make it from week to week. All right. So also, um, we'll, well, we'll talk about that another time. So what is my daily spending limit? Okay. So a credit card, I'm not sure it has a daily spending limit, but I can almost guarantee you that a debit card has a daily spending limit. So there is never going to be a time that you could just put a a $5,000 charge on a credit card, on a debit card. Even if you have that money in the account, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you have a spending limit on your card and you need to know what your spending limit is. And that's a conversation that you have with member services when you open up your account. You should automatically know that so you'll always be mindful if a situation come up with your daily spending limit is. And if you're going on a shopping spree, you know that maybe I need to take out cash the day before, the day before, or just go inside and make a withdrawal with the teller so that I don't max out my card. Okay, so you got to be mindful and, and keep your mind right about your money. All right, so what do I do if my card has fraud or I need to dispute something? Um, and okay, so those those are two questions. What do you do if you have fraud? What do you do if, for instance, you make a purchase and you never get the and you never get the merchandise? So what you do is you call the number on the back of your card, and we'll instruct you to either either we can process the dispute uh well let me tell you this so the difference between dispute a dispute and fraud is this your participation if you purchase something or you gave somebody your card number or you uh you you know allow somebody to use your card that is that would be considered a dispute fraud is something that you had nothing to do with like if you put your card in the gas pump that's considered fraud and they take your information and go shopping with it that would be considered fraud because you didn't authorize anybody to take your card and go use it across town so that's fraud those are handled totally different ways a dispute will take up to 90 days um, for us to get the money back and sometimes it's in your favor and sometimes it's not in your favor Um, you only have 90 days uh, 90 days 45 days I believe or 90 days to process a dispute so as soon as this thing happens is once it posts to your account it has to literally be taken out of your account once it's taken out of your account call the number on the back of your card and we'll be able to assist you with processing that dispute if if member services handles it or if card services handle it they'll direct you accordingly Okay, so the next thing that you want to also know is that when you processing fraud, fraud is usually a lot quicker because fraud is just plainly they access your account. How did they do it? We'll never know. We don't know um, because there's so many ways that they could steal from you, you know. But the main thing is, is that having your money in a financial institution does 
to a certain extent guarantee that if your funds are compromised that your money bill will be returned to your account which is a good thing um, as opposed to having it under your mattress and somebody taking it and you never seeing it again so you know that's a good thing now another thing that you want to do is find out about a provisional credit so a provisional credit is just a credit that they give you while the claim is being investigated now keep in mind if your claim if you end up uh, losing your claim they're going to take that provisional credit back um, but usually fraud provides you a provisional credit in the meantime so you won't be without those funds because they understand that you need their, your money. Some financial institutions do this. Some financial institutions do not provide you with a provisional credit. Um, it just depends. But that's a good question that you will want to ask and uh, to have available. All right. So the next uh, the next uh, tip that I would like to provide to you is to research websites before you buy things. A lot of these websites are not credible. A lot of these SD shops, a lot of these PayPal merchants, these people are not reputable people. A lot of Facebook marketplaces, and I'm just telling you the truth because I'm the one who processes these claims. I don't shop on, on unreliable websites. I'm not going to give you my money. If, because first of all, they will promise you the world and won't do anything. And please know that when you are shopping on these websites, all you have to do is a few minutes search on Google. And there's people talking about that website, whether they have good service or bad service. Don't get caught up in the loop. If these people have bad service, if it's sketchy, if, it, if the information isn't clear, if you try to call the number before you place the order and it's a busy signal, these are all warning flags that this business may have already shut down and they're not sending nobody nothing. You understand? So you have to be mindful of that. You know, a lot of people, they, they, they'll let you keep sending the money and take your money. And a lot of people just let it ride. But some people will call their bank and process it. But you be that, that smart person to do some investigation before you start shopping. Because things that's too good to be true usually is. Okay? And there is no such thing as free shipping. Please be advised. If somebody says, well, there is a such thing as free shipping. But there is no such thing as a free product. Okay, so what happens is they'll tell you just pay for shipping $5.99 or $4.99 for shipping. And then 30 days or 90 days, or really not even that long, probably in the next week, you'll have a charge on your account for $99, $120, $99.95 because you never read the fine print. And in the fine print, it's going to tell you that in a couple of days, you're going to receive a charge on your account for $149.99 or $199.99. And they're going to be taking that money out of your account every month. Some of y'all grandmamas and mamas been played like this many times. So let mama know that there is no such thing. And spread this information around. I really want you to get this information out. There is no such thing as just pay free shipping. There is no such thing. All those uh, win a free iPad online just but tell them that is fake all these people doing is getting your credit card information and charging your account then you will have to shut your card down because it's totally impossible to get them to stop taking money off your account once they have your card number and you can't get in contact with them so you're gonna have to call the bank you're gonna have to shut your card down you're gonna have to call all these uh, people these valid people who have your card number and you're gonna have to replace your card number because you're not listening I'm telling you, be wise and keep your money in your pocket. Don't everything that's too good to be true probably is. I'm telling you. 
All right. So another thing that you want to know, and you want to have this put down somewhere, what is my member number? A lot of credit unions and financial institutions assign member numbers. You want to know what that member number is, because there's going to be a time when you're going to need to call to find out about your money, but you're not going to be able to have access because you don't know a damn thing about your your account. You need to have that information written down. All the, the banking, that paperwork that they give you when you open up your account, is some important information in there that you need to be aware of that you should have and read. Okay? So you need to know your, your member number, if you have a member number, a checking account number, the routing number to the bank. What's the number to member services? What's the number to card holder services? What option do I select to get the card services? Which option do I select to get the member services? Because this will save you a lot of time and headache. You really need to learn about how the banking system works so that you can move confidently and maximize your money. A lot of us, we uh, uh, spend a lot of time um, getting these overdraft fees because we don't manage and and market our money really good at all. We really have to uh, slow our roll with our spending and be a little bit more mindful and a little bit more stingy with who you giving your money to. You giving money to things that don't bring you any return back, you wasting money, okay? How long does it take to process payments and deposits? We already discussed that. Um, that was uh, These are some questions that I've been receiving in my email, queenfromcreation at gmail.com and queenfromcreation at nicolearcher.com. Um, so another question that was sent was uh, about paying your card off in full. Um, so it's, oh, well, for the purposes of your credit score, okay, it's totally fine to leave a small balance on your card. But in this time, at this current point, with the interest rate being the way that it is, any lingering uh, interest charges that you have on your account is going to be more. So you want to pay those credit cards off and try to carry a low zero dollar balance because it'll save you in the long run. It's not going to do much for your credit score, but it's going to save your pockets and save you some money because the interest, we're already in a recession and they tax in everything that you do and everything that you buy. So carrying these high balances, all these stored card credit cards and everything is just not smart at this time. You want to shut that stuff down and, um, you know, not shut it down, but you definitely want to allow yourself to uh, pay some of these balances off. Um, before they, you know, before they get out of hand. All right. And other than that, I think that was all that I wanted to cover. If you have any additional questions about your finances, um, as far as the banking system and everything goes, I am always here creating from creation at NicoleArcher.com or creating from creation at gmail.com. You can schedule some time for me to talk. Um, If you would like, I am available on my website, NicoleArcher.com, and I am here for you um, in all things that I know. (laughs) So until next time, Shalom.